Today's show is pre-recorded. Everybody, you're listening to The Voice. Oh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, oh man, got a radio show. Yep, trying to make it work too. I'm not trying. I'm, 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 I'm getting it. I'm getting it done to the best of my abilities. Now, something funny my father taught me. He said, son, when you've done all you can do, if you've done your absolute best and you look up, and it didn't get the job done, take a deep breath and do some more. <laughs> that used to bug me, man, when my father used to tell me that. He said, son, when you've done your absolute best and you think you can't do no more, you've done all you can, and it still don't get the job done, take yourself a deep breath and do some more. And you know what? I found that has worked every single time. Every single time. Because what my father knew was that what you think is your breaking point or what you think is your all in all, he says, son, it's just something about it, man. If you just gather yourself, you got a little bit more. Everybody got some more. And, I, you know, I, I got to be honest with you, it has worked. It has helped me greatly. And, um, you know, it everybody does have some more. You know, I tell that to my sons all the time. Dad did my best. Well, let me ask you something else. Could you have done anything else? Could you have studied a little harder? Could you have shown up a little bit earlier? Could you stayed a little bit later? Yeah. 
well, then, okay, that's what you should have done then. See, there's always a way. But if you're going to create excuses, if you're going to make them up all the time about why you don't get it done, I have a very, very sad uh, 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 statement for you right now. You're never going to get anything done. You're never going to get to the top. Not to the top. You can get halfway up. Now, you can get a third of the way up. You can get three quarters of the way up. But if you don't have that little extra reserve in you, you're not getting to the top. The top is only reserved for those that have the wherewithal and the power, the desire, the drive, and the gut-wrenching effort to get to the top. The top is reserved only for the top. It's just the top. There ain't but one top. The middle done ain't it. You know, the top, the top of the mountain, Halfway, it's a different view at the top. Things look different from up top. So if you want to get to the top of whatever, your profession, your field, your career, whatever it is, you got to do extra. You have to do more. More is expected of you. More, but here's what's really crazy. More is required of you. Don't live your life in a lackadaisical state. Don't wake up every day with the feeling of, uh, well, you know, whatever happens, happens. No, man, have a say-so in your life. You, first of all, let me ask you something. Who has God? Name the person that, that God has given authority over you. Name the person. But who is the person? Nobody has domain over you. God didn't create that person. So what you sitting here for, man? What are you sitting here for? Letting people who do not know direct your path. Why are you worried about all these people with what they got to say about you and all these people with what they got to think about you when here's the news flash? They don't know either. All these people that you overly concerned about, all these people that you go into these answers for, they need answers too. Stop. What are you doing here? Gather yourself for a minute. Here is a solution to all of that. You have one source that will be there for you to the end of time, and that is your relationship with God. That is the one thing that's solid and for sure. He's behind the wall. He's in your jail cell. He rides with you in the police car. He's with you on your job up at the school. He's down there in the board meetings with you. He goes with you when you travel on planes. He sits with you when you're in a relationship. He helps you with your parenting skills. He helps you. He's there to assist you. He show If you do the right things, he show you and guide you to your next job. When you lose your job and you think it's a wrap, all, there's some good behind it, man. God is always working on your behalf to those that believe. You just got to believe. He don't ask you for nothing else. Believe in me. That's all he asks you to do. What you tripping for, man? And then when you make the decision to believe in him and it comes out your mouth from time to time somewhere, what you worried about what people say? What you worried about what they think for? Why? Who are they? They need God too. You 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 telling them you found something new that you're going to give this a shot right here. Now they got some yin-yang and some yakety-yak to say about that. 
when they need God too. That's what amazes me, man, about people. Sit up in here, man, be knocking your dream and stuff. Look, if you're an atheist, man, do your thing. Do your thing. But you can't create no laws where I can't do mine. That don't make no sense, man. That makes no sense at all to me. You have the right to go be whatever you want to be. You know, if you don't you don't like the fact that I'm in school, got my head bowed down, and I'm saying a prayer before I take this test, just don't bow your head, don't you pray. But if some kids want to get together, that, that's some crazy mess. That's what happened in our schools. We took prayer out of schools. Now look at our schools. You send your child to school, and, and, and someone else comes back home. That's a whole other thing right here. I, that, that's not what I want to talk to you about. But I was just throwing it out because, you know, Hey, man, your relationship with God is essential to your success as a person. It's essential to your existence. It's essential to where you're trying to go and what you're trying to be because he made you. Why would you not talk to the person that made you to find out what he created you for? I ain't talking about your parents. Who made your parents? This is God. We created in his image. Why would you not talk to your maker to see why you got made? That, 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 don't, that don't make sense to you? If you're sitting and gotten yourself in a situation, you sitting in a jail cell somewhere, you locked up, you doing some time, man, be a good time for you to reflect. But whatever your situation is, man, God can get you through it. He can give you the strength, the courage, the wherewithal, the understanding, everything you need, the wisdom to get you through anything you're going through. You just got to touch base with him. I need God. Every single day of my life. And what he's done for me, man, off the chain. But guess what? He'll do the same thing for you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is upon us. It's morning time. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is live and well. I hope you're doing well today. I want you to start this day off, everybody, with the right attitude. When you wake up in the morning, be grateful. Don't be one of them people talking about, I'm not an early riser. Well, that's not a good attitude. I don't like mornings. That's a worse attitude. I'm not a morning person. Well, it's morning every day. Are you kidding me? One of the times that you should be at your most grateful is when you wake up in the morning. I know I am, so let's get at it. This is Steve Harvey Morning Show. Act like you're glad about it. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Happy Pharrell. Happy Friday, That doggone Junior and Morning, Nephew Tommy. Everybody, what? Happy Morning. Grateful, grateful, grateful. Morning. Grateful. <laughs> Friday. Mm-hmm. You yeah, all right? Hey, I heard yeah, that. Yeah, you know what? I can't watch the trial. The uh, yeah, Derek I'm not Chauvin watching trial. It. Yeah, I mean, I don't, watching it does nothing for me. I, I, I just, you know, you know, you know what I can't stand. What? I can't stand to watch them try to get this man free. Oh yeah, the lies. I can't stand. What they've done is they've tried to put George Floyd's character on trial mm-hmm. instead of the police officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. If you the watch that video, boy. The prosecution, Steve. They, they they, yeah, they have witnesses. And mm-hmm. I mean, from what I've heard, you, you're exactly correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's going very well, yeah. almost too well. you never can tell with American justice system. Oh, Lord. I'm so scared when they get part. behind Me closed too. doors. That's mm-hmm. the scary part. Mm-hmm. But just yeah. based on the jury, I don't see how it can. But it just need one person. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we all saw it, though. We all saw it. <laughs> well, I, I, I think he's going to be found guilty on a lot of counts. And uh, he's going to have to do some time. Because if he don't, I got to tell you something. It, it's not going to be good, y'all. It's just not mm. going to be good. And it ain't a whole lot I'm going to be able to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's the unfortunate truth. Yeah. It is. Yeah. You want justice. Mm-hmm. George Floyd. A lot of people want justice. Not just black people, brown people. Right. Right. A lot of people saw this. It's, I, I've never seen non-African Americans be this angry about an injustice before. Mm-hmm. But it's like you said, because everyone was home last year. We had a chance to watch right. it. They and saw what we it. talk about yeah. with the police mm-hmm. brutality you couldn't run from and all of that. You couldn't yeah. run from it. You had to right it. in your face. Mm-hmm. I saw a white lady on TikTok saying, you all are pronouncing Derek Chauvin's name wrong. Oh, it's French. What? It's murderer. I said, okay. Oh, all right. Oh, that's that's good. Good. I said, whoa, okay, sister. I thought you were going to say Chauvin. (laughs) No, she said, it's murderer. I said, okay, Okay. this was an older white woman. So Mm -hmm. like you said, Steve, all races, everyone Mm -hmm. was outraged. I saw a man commit murder. That's what he did. On live TV. In real time. And sad to say, because I am where I'm from, and because I am as old as I am, I've seen it before. Yeah, I've witnessed mm. it before, and the whole world saw. It. They saw it in Germany. Yes. All right, Steve. <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 32 minutes after the hour. Ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Bishop T.D. Jakes will be our very special guest. Bishop will tell us all about the premieres of his two new movies, a Seven Deadly Sin story, Lust and envy we can't wait to talk to the bishop but right now it is time to ask the clo chief love officer steve harvey in the building this one is from may in culver city california it says in regards to your live strawberry letter with the cheating man i have a similar situation i had an affair on my husband and the first time i cheated i got pregnant I couldn't let my husband raise another man's child without knowing it, so I had a DNA test and confessed. My husband chose to stay in the marriage and raise the child as his own. But whenever the spirit hits him, he calls me names and makes my life miserable. In this case, is divorce a better choice or are his actions justified? Well, I mean, you know... Let let me let let me do like women should all do. If the shoe was on the other foot, and your husband went outside the marriage and had another baby, and you decided to stay, would you not call him a bunch of names whenever the spirit hit? Mm-hmm. How about every birthday? Yeah, that's all the Christmas money when that child support going out the door. I think it's a heck of a man to stay and raise it as his own, mm-hmm. and, and and then he spared you the shame of it. To but it I mean, well, you're gonna throw it in the face. See, the thing about saying I'm sorry is, it 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 it, it that don't fix it. Mm-hmm. He may eventually stop doing it, mm-hmm. but if you can't take it and you want to get a divorce, that's on you. Yeah. But where the but, dude but, that they gave you the baby at in the first, but where he at? 
She didn't say, Steve. Well, I don't mm. see him raising his hand, volunteer. <laughs> and I ain't saying, saying stay and that. take any form of abuse. That's not what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Because that's not right at any level. Mm-mm. You know, but he gonna, he gonna throw it up in your face every now and then. I, I don't know how that works. I, he's... I'm, I'm not really sure I could do that, so I don't, I don't think I'm the perfect person. Yeah. I think once you do it, you gotta you gotta you gotta accept it, but you can't keep throwing it back at her if you decide you're gonna. Right. Yeah, that sounds real good. Right. Yeah. I mean, it that sounds, sounds good. good. Exactly. But right, if you're gonna say you you're gonna accept the baby and raise him as your own, but but so much of the time, I don't know. I I don't know if I could take that. That's tough. Yeah. Because you're only yeah. human, so it's gonna be some moments. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, all right, we're moving on. Joseph in the Bronx CLO says, my boss and I have the same birthday, so we went out two weeks ago after work and celebrated. She's got a husband that's very jealous-hearted, so she told him we were um, where she was going and invited him to join us. We invited other co-workers, but they didn't show up. My boss's husband was waiting for us as we walked out of the restaurant He got in my face and said he'd beat my mm -mm mm-mm-mm if I ever tried anything with his wife. I was ticked off and wanted to fight him, but I need my job. How do I settle this? Come on, CLO. Well, I mean, bro, you can't go out with the man's wife no more. Period. I don't give a damn if y'all got the same birthday. His boss. I don't care. (laughs) She got a husband. She invited him. He didn't go. He probably walked up to the door and saw y'all sitting over there by yourself and decided not to go in. Because mm. he going to handle it outside. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now what nobody, so now he done told you. What you want me to do? Hey, look, apologize. Send the man a letter. Tell him, tell, tell him you didn't mean no harm. It won't happen again. And it won't happen again. She can't fire you for this now, homie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I done took the class. What? She cannot fire oh. you for this. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. HR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because according mm-hmm. to the class I took, she has created a hostile work environment for you. You yeah. felt yeah. obligated to go because it was your boss. Had mm-hmm. you go to celebrate the birthday, you didn't want to say no because you didn't want to affect your job. Now you feel like it's in a hostile environment because her damn husband all up in your face. Mm. And that's Girl. in the class. <laughs> That's in the class. Yeah, I, I just took class. it. <laughs> <laughs> so how should he settle it then, Steve? And I'm telling you, sir, as an active bystander, mm-hmm. which is what I'm being. Mm-hmm. Just apologize. And I would apologize on. to the man and get mm-hmm. it on record that I had to apologize to him. Yeah, because yeah, he's not yeah. his boss. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, but now so- he is going to whoop your ass. You can believe it. <laughs> and he can't fight back because yeah. his wife is his boss? Yeah. No, no, that no, part, no, no. Right there. Yeah, that that's no, crazy. No, no, no. Once he starts swinging, hand your business, boy. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. That's better. But All HR right, Sophia. <laughs> Sophia in Dallas but says. But HR offices are usually never in parking lots. <laughs> 
Sophia in Dallas says, I'm 42 years old and I'm dating a man that's 11 years younger than I am. Uh, We're both financially secure and we've both got nice houses. After a year of dating, I finally met his mom when she came to visit him. His mom asked my age and I thought he had told her that I was older. She started calling me a sugar mama and pointed out that she's only 12 years older than me. He didn't defend me and said it's not that big of a deal. Am I overthinking it? Mm. Well, he didn't defend you. You're 12 years younger than his mama. Mm, 11 years older than him. 11 years older than him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what are you saying, CLO? Well, got sugar mama wrote on it to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But if y'all in a good place and y'all got a good relationship, yeah. whose business is it? It really ain't his mama's business. Y'all been y'all been at this for a year. But that's the thing. He didn't speak up. He didn't say anything to his mom when she started calling her names. Well, sugar mama kind of sweet, though. You know, sugar. Oh, stop. (laughs) (laughs) You know way better than that. You know shade with Uh that. You know, sugar mama better than black ass cougar now. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now. All right. Well, thank you, CLO. Coming up next, the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Bishop T.D. Jakes will be our special guest. Bishop will tell us all about the premieres of his new movies, A Seven Deadly Sin Story, Lust and Envy. We'll get to that. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Let me do this before we bring the bishop in. Uh, booty drop. Oh, oh my lord! Booty drop. Oh, right before yeah. this. Oh. But I love this, this prank though. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't tell him I did this, but this is booty drop. Let's go. I'm gonna ask him to pray for you. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Jordan, please. This is Jordan. Hey Jordan, how you doing? Uh, this K Dub. Uh, I'm calling. You know, um, uh, we we get somebody solicited your name for us. You know, we are a new social media outlet, and we're getting ready to go live tomorrow at 11 uh, uh, tomorrow morning. And we got to, you know, looks like we're going to get a lot of followers, and this is going to be a big app. So um, kind of wanted to see if you would be interested in uh, being a part of the app and, and what we got going. Well, I don't even know who, who would give you my information. What is this I don't, app I don't, about? I don't know. I don't know who who's who gave us your number or whatever, but they just told us you would be good for being on the um, on the app tomorrow morning. Like I said, we're finna go live, so we're trying to get pictures and videos in today so we can get pictures them on there for tomorrow. What is this app? What you want some pictures? Yeah. What? See, this app is uh, this app is called Booty Drop, and what we do is people Booty Drop. People, yeah, so what happens is people send a video, they dropping their booty, or you could just send a picture of your behind. However you want to do it, you know, we're going to make it look real good or whatever, but, you know, you're going to, you know, you represent, but this is the new social media outlet that people going to be communicating with, but this is Booty Drop, and we're getting ready to drop this tomorrow morning. Like I said, like 11 o'clock tomorrow, it'll, it's going to go it's gonna go live, so you'll be able to see yourself on there. What? Ain't about Booty Drop? Uh-uh, y'all, uh-uh, you got me messed up. I don't drop no booty for nobody but my man, okay? So I don't know who oh. told you I was going to be on here, but I'm not doing no booty dropping. Okay, so hold up. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, first of all, somebody recommended you. Okay, you know, like well, I say. be crazy. Hold on now. We, we, we got all the slides filled except for this one. So, you know, I don't want to have our app there, and then we ain't got everything on there we need. So we got to have you 
to okay, do this. Well, look, well, there's a lot of booties, okay? I'm not the only one. You know, thank you. No. Ain't gonna okay. be no booty. So I'm assuming, you know, I'm, I don't mean no harm. Like I say, this K Dub, I don't mean no harm. But let me ask you this here. So evidently, you must have a butt that people admire. If you know, if they put your name on here, then you must have a, a butt that they admire. You know, what I mean, I'm trying to be as gentleman as possible. You understand? what I'm saying, uh, is is it a reason why you don't want to, you know, participate? What? Ain't nobody gonna be putting their booty on the internet for some app? No. Mm-mm. No. No. Okay, so let me ask you this here. You ain't you you ain't on none of the other social media outlets? You don't have no pictures on there or nothing like that? Uh, not with my booty, no. So you just trying to tell me that all your pictures are from the waist up. No, they not all from the waist up, but I'm not about to be flashing my booty and jiggling it for your app. But 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 see, you don't understand what booty drop can do for you. Booty drop <laughs> booty drop can bring a lot of attention, you know, to you. You know, you you gonna you gonna meet a lot of people on this booty drop app. And that's, that's what I'm trying to say is I don't want you to knock it till you tried it. Now, I say we put your booty on there for the first week and you see how many hits you get. And if you don't like it, then we take it down. That's all I'm saying. Just, you know, listen to K-Dub. On the- Let me tell you something. You're not about to put my booty on no app talking about give it a week. You know I got a brain, right? Ain't nobody about to be looking at my booty for a week on the internet. You, get, all I'm saying is give your booty a week. That's all I'm saying. No, give your booty a no, week on, I gave on my you a app. Lifetime, and I, we good. No, not putting my booty on no internet. So, okay. Are you um insecure about yourself? No, I feel great about myself. That's why I can say no. <sighs> Let me just say this to you. Now, when, once booty drop blow up and become a big a big time social media, then, you know, a social outlet, then you're going to be wanting to get back on here. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, K-Dub, I ain't going to want you on here no more because of the way you acting with me now. Well, that's okay, K-Dub. You do you, boo. It's not happening. I'll go ahead okay. and follow y'all tomorrow, but I'm not about to be on there. So you don't want to be a star. I'm trying to make you a star is what I'm trying to say. I'm you know? all right. I don't think I'm going to be an Instagram star for my booty jiggling. I'm okay. There's plenty of people doing that already. Sure, you'll find somebody to get that slot. I'm just trying to make you a star. That's all I'm Great. trying to do. I- you know what? I'm really what I really want to know is who the f- told you to call me? This some more bullshit. Don't nobody need this. You don't call me talking about you want to see my booty. Who do you think I am? Better question. Who do you think you are? This is some bullshit. Uh uh-uh. uh. Black women don't have time for this. You need to call talking about you gonna pay some bills. That's what you need to call talking about. Don't call me what? talking about no booty. I'm, I'm sorry, what? Don't call you me talking about no booties. Call me talking about you want to pay some student loans. Tell me you're trying to pay a car note. Don't call me talking about you want to see my booty on the internet. This is so ridiculous. Like, what is this bull? Okay, okay, okay. So, I guess it's safe to say you ain't going to drop your booty. Ain't nobody dropping no booty. I'm launching this tomorrow. I'm launching a whole lot of booties tomorrow, and I'm going to have one space empty. You see well, what I'm saying? Well, this, yeah, this is a great lesson in being prepared, starting early, because you're going to encounter some no's, brother. No, but really, who the f- I need to know who gave you my number. Like, really, who thought that was a good idea? No, really, because you dodging the question. I don't appreciate that. I need to know, like, who? Ooh, I, I, like ooh, I said, I don't know who gave. I don't know all that. All, my my job is to get booty drop filled, and I'm missing one booty. And here it is now. You know, here it is the day before I'm launching. Here it is now. You don't want to do it. Okay, well, but I need to know who. Like, why I, would they do this? Okay, Tommy, the one told me you was gonna do it. He said you would be up for it. Who? Who is 
Tommy, Tommy told me you would drop that booty for our, for our booty I drop who, app. I don't know no Tommy. Who is Tommy? Tommy, nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, you're playing. <laughs> Jordan, you just got pranked by your girl, Amber. Okay, Amber. Okay. Okay, nephew. Okay. I, okay, y'all playing this morning. You, y'all got my blood pressure up. Okay, y'all playing. Okay. You, you good, baby. I'm sorry, baby. You, you good? Know we good? I'm gonna calm down. I'm gonna calm down. I'm gonna calm down. I see you though. I see you. You got me. You got me. Was I lit? I'm sorry. Was it? Look, was... you got me lit. It was a little pushed up over here. Okay. Okay. You got me using words. I'm not supposed. To, you know what I'm saying? Oh I'm man. To be saying some of them words. <laughs> Booty drop. Okay, tell me this though, baby. Before we go, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show with nephew Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> all I need is one more booty. That's all oh, I'm missing. Oh, oh. This prank was just funny to me. Come on, help a brother out. All I need is one more booty. Okay. I love King of Pranks. Yeah. I loved her. Talking to my brain. Yeah. Check me out on the OWN Network. I got Sense is ready to love. Nine, eight central only on OWN. New season. Get ready. New 20 singles. Looking for love. Watch me navigate. Watch me play Cupid and have some fun. I love how it's the dudes fun. get kicked off and just leave. They just be gone. I could yeah. I don't handle rejection well. <laughs> I still All right, guys. <laughs> As promised, oh, Lord, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, Bishop T.D. Jakes. Right after this, you're in trouble. Uh-oh. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody. Uh, As promised, uh, joining us today. It's the Bishop of the Potter's House Church in Dallas, Texas, and uh, he's a prolific speaker. Speaker, I heard Bishop uh, Glenn Staples one time refer to him as the greatest preacher of all times. Now, I got to mm. tell you something. Whoa. That yes, is sir. a bona fide fact. This, yes, this a bad man right here, man. Yes, yes but he is. But, he, but he's, he's done so many different things, though. I've never seen a dude reinvent himself more times than this man right here. He's an award-winning producer. He's a best-selling author. He got a new book that's available now, and it's entitled Don't Drop the Mic. And he's got a brand-new movie on Lifetime Network. It's called The Seven Deadly Sins Story, Lust and Envy. Uh, He's my good friend and spiritual advisor to many. But I can't tell you how many times I done called him. So this is my dude, man, for real. So let's just get to it. Please welcome to the show our friend, Bishop T.D. Jakes. Bishop, welcome. Good morning, Bishop. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Man, you 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 doing it all. You got this new movie coming on Lifetime, Bishop, and it premieres tomorrow, everybody, at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, and it's on the Lifetime Network. So y'all listen to me. Tomorrow, 8 p.m. on Lifetime Network, 7 p.m. Central, and it's a two-part movie. Tomorrow's story is Lust. A Seven Deadly Sin story, and it stars Carrie Hilson, Tank, Miss Juicy, and Latoya Luckett. So tell us about Lust. Not that I need to know anything about Lust, but just <laughs> tell everybody. Uh, He's so I'm, crazy, well, bitch. I don't well, know how I went in this. Let me back up just a little bit and say that uh, I did my first movie was Lifetime Faith Under Fire. It was the story about Antoinette Thompson. It was really, really highly rated. 
And uh, so they green-lighted this uh, second and third project, uh, Seven Deadly Sins, and hopefully they'll green-light the other five uh, if our support is strong enough. But we shot it in Atlanta. We had a great time doing it. Uh, it's got a lot of intrigue and a lot of mystery. We're working our way through the seven deadly sins. And by the time we get to gluttony and overweight, I'm going to be 20 pounds smaller. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I could just make it in, Lord. If I could just make it Kobe has been mean. Okay. Boy, ain't, ain't it, man? Yes. Ain't oh, it? God. Locked up in, in a house with your refrigerator. Can really mess up your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bishop, I lost weight during COVID and then put it back on. Yeah, I, that's why I keep doing it. I lose it and then I find it. You know, I lose it yeah. and I find it. You know, yeah. my, my wife says it's behind me. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all, no, that's man. tomorrow. Then on next Saturday, April 17th, the second story premieres on Lifetime, and it's Envy of Seven Deadly Sin Stories. And it's starring Candy Burris, Candy Burris, the brat, DC Youngfly, Clifton Powell, just to wow. name a few. So, wow. and then Envy, I guess that's the second deadly sin, huh? Yeah, Envy will be next Saturday. Not this Saturday, but next Saturday. This this Saturday will be Lust, and then the following week will be Envy, and they both start at 8 p.m. on Saturday. And uh, it's a great cast. It's got a great plot to it. It's entertaining. It's powerful. And it's got a message to it, too. Yeah. Well, you all, you always make sure that happens. Now let's talk about this. We've got a new book. It's called Don't Drop the Mic. Now, this book focuses on the importance of communicating effectively. Tell us a little bit about the book and who is the book for? Well, the, the book is for anybody uh, who, whether you speak publicly, whether you're a litigator, whether you're a comedian, whether you're a preacher, I spent a great time, to, uh, great deal of time, obviously, talking about how to unlock the treasures of the text and how to extrapolate from the text the things that you need, how to be able to talk in different settings and situations, uh, being being what I call bilingual enough to be in a boardroom and then to be on a stage. It's something you would really appreciate, but it goes deeper than that. It really goes down to even communicating with people that we disagree with. We stop talking to people that we disagree with, and it's affected the country. It's affected our marriages. Uh, we, we've lost the art of communication. We've replaced the Gettysburg Address with emojis. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and if you're going to do anything mm-hmm. amazing, if you're going to be another Nelson Mandela and change the world, you're going to do it with a mic, not with a gun. If you're going to hold your marriage together, you're going to have to learn how to communicate and express yourself or it's not going to work effectively without bickering. So I cover a wide array of different things, uh, social, from social justice to what we can learn from comedians and timing to what you can, the art of preaching to the art of making a presentation in a boardroom. I cover everything. And most importantly, most importantly, what I'm dealing with, I'm seeing the John Lewis's of the world, the great preachers of the world, mm-hmm. um, of my generation and older slipping away. And I'm kind of giving a tutorial to who's up next, what we learned, what we did right, what we did wrong, so that what we built will continue from generation to generation. Right. It's kind of a legacy book, you know? 
Wow. I gotta get a copy. Oh man. Yeah, I gotta get a copy of that yeah, too, man. Because one thing about you, Bishop, you've always not only taught the lesson but explained the reasoning. See, it's one thing to tell a person to do something, but to tell them how to how to do it, that's a whole nother ball game. Absolutely, you know. absolutely. Man, I, th- I think that's power. I got to get the book. Hey, Bishop, hang on right there. When we come back, everybody, we got a uh, special guest, Bishop T.D. Jakes. We're going to talk when we come back. He's got a very special, this is important, everybody, got a virtual international leadership coming up at the end of this month, April 29th through May 1st. It's for everybody. You don't want to miss this. We're going to have details when we come back right after this with Bishop T.D. Jakes. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back, everybody, with our longtime friend, family member, Bishop T.D. Jakes. We got so many people right now who are needing to reinvent themselves. Mm. Jobs mm. have turned over. Entrepreneurship is in an uproar. The economy's kind of crazy. And I think it's going to help people to walk into an interview, to walk into a boardroom, to pitch a movie deal, to mm. pitch a business deal, to do, definitely to deliver a sermon. You, you, you can't just be a comedian. You also have to be a business person. Mm. You have to negotiate. <laughs> you have to deal with staff. And people don't understand how much goes on behind the scenes. Mm. They only see what you do up front. But there's a whole lot. They're, they're, they're in the dining room but you do all the work in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Amen. You know, so, <laughs> so understand. And so we underestimate people. We reduce them down to what we see, never recognizing that they paid staff, that they've mm-hmm. dealt with staffing issues, they've run a business, they've negotiated, they've litigated, they've, they've fought. We as a people... We don't get there if we don't fight our way up. And don't drop the mic. It's telling the next generation how to leverage the fight and how to speak in such a way that you can be heard. Now let's get into another thing. I'll be happy to join you at the end of this month for your virtual international leadership summit. Listen to you all. Virtual. This year's summit is going to be transformative summit for those interested in becoming leaders of tomorrow. And to join us at the summit, all you got to do is register online at thisisils.org. Bishop, tell us about the summit. Well, you know, we've been doing leadership conferences for a while. And we, we draw a lot of preachers and we draw a lot of staff from churches, obviously. But we started recognizing we're drawing more and more business people, entrepreneurs. So we broaden our borders and we're happy to announce that you're going to be one of our keynote speakers. We've got Tyler Perry that's going to be speaking. We've got Dave uh, Dave Stewart, who is one of the 14 black billionaires in the country, in the world. He's going to be speaking. We've got a, a wide, uh, Byron Allen is going to be speaking. I've got several preachers. Michael Todd is going to be uh, speaking. Keon Henderson, a whole host of preachers that are going to be speaking. But then in the workshops, we're going to get down to social media. Everybody's had to make sharp transitions. How do you deal with streaming and social media and the, and the IT part of it and the tech part of it and, and the creative arts and the innovation of it? We're going to get down into how you serve in uh, public relations and, and uh, accounting and, and how you set up different companies, uh, LLPs, 501c3s, what you can and cannot do. Because there's a change and a shift coming 
many corporations are starting to allocate monies uh, for startup businesses. There's information we need to know. Hey, uh, Bishop, hang on for us one more minute, please, sir. We'll be right back. We got more from Bishop T.D. Jakes when we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back with family member Bishop T.D. Jakes. The pandemic has changed a lot of things. There are some things that are not going back to the way it was. Because now companies see that they can save money when people work from home. There are some companies that are just gone and not coming back. So it's going to force a lot of people to, like you just said, reinvent themselves. And I think that's what you're talking about is so important about this summit is getting this information so you can get ahead of it. Because, y'all, you, you sitting around, sometimes when these doors close, you keep standing there waiting on that door to open up again. That, that door might not open up again. And I, I think this summit can play an important role in that. You know, that's that's what we intend for it to do. We, you, I, I have been blessed. You have been blessed to have an opportunity to build relationships with people that everybody doesn't get to talk to. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm trying to do is leverage my influence to be, to bring people like yourself and others to the stage so that they can hear not only what you do, but how you did it and what you thought and how you function in that capacity. So we've got people who have owned basketball leagues. We've got people who have owned businesses. We've got people who have done entertainment like yourself. We've got people who built studios. We've got people who built tech corporations. And so we're talking about everything. And we're having church. We're, we're talking about ministry. We're talking about leading a staff. We're talking about making a shift. I have been operating my church for a year with the doors closed. Mm. Never thought in all of my life that I would have to keep 300 people on payroll while closed. Mm. Mm. And, and what, what does it take to do that? And how can you do that and still remain effective? We fed people uh, during mm-hmm. the pandemic. Uh, we've set up stations for uh, the, the vaccine during the pandemic. We have fed first responders when people were dying. We've conducted funerals, and we did it all with the doors closed. So you had to be innovative, you had to be creative, and you had to try to not go under. And, and so we want to pass on some information because a lot of people are discouraged and they're giving up. But I don't believe it's the time to give up. I believe it's the time to get up. And I think that if we share information, we're better together than we are apart. Mm. So right. So listen, everybody. Knowledge is power. This is how you register. Go to thisisils.org. Real simple. Thisisils.org. Sign up and register, man, and be a part of this great event. And while you're at it, pick up the book, don't drop the mic. I promise you I'm getting a copy. I'm always looking for a yes, way sir. to be better. I'm always trying to find a way to improve myself. You can't get satisfied here, man. This thing changing. Yeah. It's changing just... fast. It's changing fast. And I really think it's important. I think it's a great time. In the midst of all of the disruption, there's still opportunities. And I don't want yeah. the disruption to so discourage people that they give up on their dream. There are opportunities. The level of speakers I got coming is unprecedented. From Byron Island, who owns the Weather Channel, to Tyler Perry, to yourself, to on down the line, the people who have sustained ministry had to shift gears and and do things a different kind of way. Young preacher in Tulsa 
Michael Todd, who is exploding even during yeah, yeah. a pandemic. Those mm. types of opportunities. My daughters will be there. I will be there. My wife is going to be there speaking. So you're, you're going to be able to hit a lot of different fronts. IT, how to protect yourself, how mm. to build something online, how to create a business uh, through technology. All of that's going to be available for you to pick up and learn from. If you want to recreate your life yeah. or recreate your business or see your dreams materialize, Man. then the International Leadership Summit is the place for you. Just go to thisisils.org and register. Tomorrow night, April 10th at 8 p.m., 7 p.m. Central on Lifetime, a Seven Deadly Sin Stories, Lust is on. And then following Saturday, the 17th at 8 p.m., 7 p.m. Central, Envy will be on. Bishop Jakes, we love you, man. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you. Be sure to pick up his book, too. Don't drop the mic. Coming up next, it is the nephew with the prank phone call for today, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, today is a busy Friday, guys. Coming up in about an hour, fresh off the versus battle, D-Nice will be a very special guest. Okay. <laughs> to tell us about his brand new song, No Plans for Love. Also, get ready at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after. It's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, he's got two different personalities. All right, mm. two different. I thought this letter was about Tommy at first, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll find <laughs> out. Uh, <laughs> we'll find out. We'll get to the letter in just a bit, because right now the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Well, I hate to prank right after the bishop. You know, that just don't feel right. That's right <laughs> after the bishop. Right after the bishop. I know. I, you know. But bishop said, you know, hey, what did he just say? He just ministered to us. Reinvent yourself? Got, yeah. I got to <laughs> be the best pranker I can be. That's so uh, right, the title is Pump Your Brakes, Mama. Pump Your Brakes. <laughs> Let's go. Cat dog. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach Natalie, please. Yes, this is Natalie. Natalie, how you doing? My name is Darren. I'm with, with the uh, Homeowners Association. Oh, okay. Hey, Dan. How you doing? Listen, um, uh, we got a we got a bit of a problem. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, who's who? Who actually brings your kids home from school uh, each day? Oh, my mom gets my kids for me, and she drops them off. Okay. Why? Okay. Why? Okay. Well, we have a we have a bit of a problem. Uh, the kids are fine. There's there's no issue with the kids at all. But um, you know, we've had a meeting here at the HOA. We've been getting some complaints. Uh, it seems like your mother is is uh, really speeding down the street real fast. And you know, everyone's complaining about it. That you know, it's a lot of kids walking home from school, and it seems like your mom is is driving real fast when she's uh, coming down the street uh, to drop your kids off. Did you know anything about this? Uh, no, not at all. That doesn't even sound like her. Okay, what type of car Are you does she? My mother. She, uh, let me ask you this, Natalie. We're we're we. From what I understand, it is a. Um, what kind of car does your mom have? Is it a, a Ford Escape or something like that? Some a little SUV? Is that what your mom has? Yeah, she has a little red SUV. Okay, all right. So uh, the problem is, is that that that's the same car. That's the one we're talking about. 
And it seems like, you know, your mother is is flying down the street and she drops the kids off. And when she leaves, she's flying back out of the neighborhood. And a couple of times, some of the neighbors have told her to slow down. And, you know, I, I don't know if she's flicked them off or set something out the window, you know. But, you know, this is stuff that we just cannot tolerate. Huh. Well, it really doesn't sound like my mom, but, you know, I was Okay, well, listen, listen, mom. you know what, Natalie, what, what we're not going to do is what you're not going to do is act like it's not your mama. It's your mother that's doing this. So what we need you to do is tell your mama to slow our down so we don't have this problem, all right? Because I, I, I tried to be nice with you at first, but if you're going to be in denial thinking it's not your mama, then we got an issue. First of all, Darren from HOA, I need you to watch your tone and who the f- you're talking to, all right? I need you to calm that all the way down, okay, all right? I said that I would talk to, to her. You need to slow your damn mama down. That's what you need to do. Slow your mama down the way she's driving. No, what you need street. to do is stand in the middle of the street. If she's flying down, it's so hopefully she can knock you out the way, okay? Don't talk to me like that. You're being rude and disrespectful. I'm going to ask her if it's her because I don't think it's her, but you're not going to talk to me like that. Okay, so your mama can just drive down the street and act a damn My mama could do court. whatever she want to do. My mama could do whatever she want to do. She a grown-ass woman. She can't do it in the neighborhood that I'm a member of the HOA at. She can't do it there, okay? Now, I don't mind having your mama arrested with your kids in the car if I got to. I wish you would. I wish you would have my mama arrested with my kids in the car. You're going to have more problems than you ever had, okay? You better not have my mama arrested. You're going to get arrested, and you're going to be sent to the hospital. How about that? Okay, let me tell you something. Tell your mama to slow her down in these streets. This is the last one that I'm giving y'all. This is the last one. Well, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to give no warnings, okay? We can have a real conversation about it. We can meet and talk about it. Because you ain't going to talk to me like that, and you I ain't telling my mama nothing. I ain't telling her to slow down for nothing. What you going to do? What you going to do, Derek? Matter of fact, let's meet about it. I'll bring my husband, too, since you got so much to say. You know what I'm saying? I want you to have, keep that same energy, okay, with my husband. I want you to talk to him like you talking to me. Hey, 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 let me tell you something. I ain't worried about your husband or none of that, all right? I'm going to say this right here. I'm going to say this right here. Tommy is the one that told us that your mama was speeding down the street. Tommy the one said it. Tommy? Who the hell is Tommy? Tommy said your mama was the one running up and down the street fast going 40, 50 miles an hour. Tommy the one said that. I don't know who Tommy is, but Tommy can kiss my You can kiss my and any other neighbors who got something to say about my mama can kiss my ass. How about that? Tell well, me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you know nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Do you know him? Son of a Oh, man, I knew that was my mama. 
mama. And I know you ain't got to talk to me like that either. Uh, you got me. You got me. Hey, baby, tell me this. One more thing before you go. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? You know it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> and tell Steve I said, hey, Miss Harvey, you looking good? <laughs> <laughs> Your mama need to slow down, okay? Oh, that was mm. kind of harsh. Man. Slow your mama down. Play <laughs> too much. Yeah, lower your tone when you talk about my mama now. What? Slow your mama down. Yes. Slow your mama down. Catch Me Tonight is going down. It is Ready to Love on the OWN Network. You don't want to miss it. 9, 8 Central, only on OWN. And uh, hosted by yours truly. So get ready, y'all. This is it. Uh, you get to meet the cast tonight. You're going to have fun watching the cast and Can't intermingle wait. with one another. Mm-hmm. And mingle. Try not to come up single. That's my motto. <laughs> oh, okay. What? I hate when someone yeah. goes like the the, the first per- couple that goes. I hate that. The first two people. Well, it's happening go. tonight, sir. Somebody oh, leaving tonight. Yeah. Y'all going to meet them tonight and they're they going to leave tonight. Yeah, they look <laughs> just as surprised as we do. <laughs> oh. They face that, that that first person face. Have you seen the first person yes. face? Be like, yes. are you kidding me? <laughs> me? <laughs> I took off work for three months. Are you serious? <laughs> We're going to go yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next, thank you, nephew. The strawberry letter subject. He's got two different personalities. We'll find out if it's about Tommy right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Steve Harvey Morning Show and Seagram's Escapes want to help you spring forward this season. Enter for your chance to win $1,000 cash. That's right, $1,000 cash. To enter and get rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. Right, Carla? That's right, Shirley girl. Plus, as a thank you for entering, we'll share some tasty Seagram's Escapes drink recipes. All thanks to Seagram Escapes. Get more info at steveharveyfm.com. Thank you, Carla. Uh, Time now for the strawberry letter, okay? If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, he's got two different personalities, okay? Two different personalities, Tommy. Um, the, the letter says, Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm 28 years old, and I met a great man a year ago, and things progressed quickly in our relationship, and it seemed like he was the one. I waited until the third date to have sex with him, and it was all that and more. He's an amateur boxer, and I started going to see him practice, and I would join some of his workouts. He was definitely an alpha male, and I felt secure in his arms. After six months of dating, he told me that it was time for us to move in together. I told him I needed to be sure he was the one for me before I made that big step. He took me ring shopping the next day and opened an account at the jewelry store. I was pretty sure then even though he didn't buy a ring. One month later, I let him move into my apartment. A week after that, I was sorry I ever met him. He is the most metrosexual man I've ever met. He has at least 15 robes and six pajama sets with slippers to match. Hmm? Silk. Oh, silk, yeah. 
He has 15 robes and silk pajama sets and slippers to match all of his loungewear. Every evening, he makes me turn off the TV and listen to jazz while he talks about his day. He uses a fake British accent, and he carries himself like royalty when he's in his fancy loungewear. Making love to him is different now, too. He likes back and neck massages. Uh, he likes his back and neck massaged in lavender oil as foreplay, and he likes his earlobes nibbled on. I don't get any foreplay anymore. I have no idea who this man is uh, once he puts on his silk pajamas and that jazz music. <laughs> it's a drastic change from how he is when he's boxing. I've asked him if he's got multiple personalities, and he said he's a cultured brother, and black women have a hard time embracing it. How do I get this fake Duke of Hastings out of my apartment? <laughs> A fake Duke of Hastings, a fake British accent. This is way too much. One thing about a king or a duke or whatever, they should be treating you like a queen or a duchess, right? And and that's definitely not happening here. Uh, you're being treated more like a peasant or the help, it seems. And please don't let him know, uh, or, or let him know, I should say, that black women do not have a problem or a hard time embracing a cultured brother, as he calls it. You're just sick of his arrogant, controlling ways, that's all. I hate to say this, but it, it just needs to be said, I think. I, this is your fault. I mean, I, I think you were moving too fast. This letter reeks of de desperation on your part. I mean, you hardly knew this man. And after six or seven months, you allowed him to move in with you at his request. You didn't even suggest it. I, I just think it's too much too soon. And this is why all the, of this stuff is such a shock to you, because... You didn't even know him. You didn't know who you were inviting in your home to live with you. I mean, the moment he took, you know, he took you ring shopping, not ring buying, mind you, but ring shopping, uh, you, you just lost yourself. And he probably knew he had you right then. And he played you. I mean, I, I say pack all of his clothes and change your locks. It is over with the Duke, okay? Steve? Well, it's not two different personalities, sister. I'm just going to put you on game here. I've seen this before. First of all, Shirley hit it just right. You haven't known this guy long at all. Not all. And your relationship, it just went real quick. You waited till the third date to have sex. Woo, all right now. Ooh, you sure took your time. I done told y'all and told y'all. Mm -hmm. I ain't said nothing about no damn third date. I said three months. Yes, you did. 90 days. But see, you could have found out some of this, but oh, no. You done sat up here and listened to this fool. Now, let me explain something to you. All of this could avoid it at the beginning of the letter when you said he's an amateur boxer. He's an amateur boxer. They don't make no money. <laughs> <laughs> what amateur boxer you know got it going on? So now he wants to push the relationship along. He's an alpha mm -hmm. male. Used to, after six months of dating, it's time for us to move in. He ain't got nowhere else to go. Wow. So now you done moved in and you done found out all this fake stuff. He done set you up. All this is a ruse. All this ain't nothing but game. He ain't really none of this. He ain't got no damn money. All he got is them six sets of 
robes and them 15 damn pajamas. Where's the British accent? Come All from? he got, I'll tell you that later, because <laughs> Earl of Altingham will be here on the second half <laughs> to do it. this letter yes, some justice. Yes, yes. Earl of Ottingham surely will ask me all the questions you want in this letter, and I'll be explaining it to you in this fake British accent that he got to, because his ass ain't real either. Uh-uh. <laughs> all right, hold on, Duke. Hold on, hold on. We'll have part two of your response coming up in 23 minutes after the hour. Uh, today's subject of the strawberry letter, he's got two different personalities. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, get ready. D-Nice will be our very special guest in about 20 minutes, okay? D-Nice, coming up. But right now, all right, Steve, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter, or should I say the Duke of Ottingham, the Earl. That's so ignorant. Coming forward, 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 young man, here I am. Here I am to answer the strawberry letter in the same fake British accent that the strawberry letter contender has upon himself. Here I am, an amateur boxer, making no money. <laughs> Sitting up here has convinced this woman to let me move in after six months. And all I have is robes. What boxer you know don't have robes? <laughs> they all got a robe. Yeah, they yeah. made sexy robes. Those are work robes. It's the same robes he enters the ring with. <laughs> Here I am. Good morning, everyone. How are you today? Morning. Good morning. Morning, morning. Dude. Go ahead, Shirley. Anything you'd well, like to ask me pertaining to Yeah, this first of all, I want to know where you live. Where, where did you live before you moved in? With I lived lady? with her in the gym. Oh, you, oh, you lived in the gym. In okay. the boxing ring, as a matter of fact. Uh, I so stayed in the locker room when it closed. <laughs> because That's why I had to hurry up and get into this apartment with her. Yeah, you moved pretty quickly. That was a, that wasn't was you? A, yeah. <laughs> what made oh. you think of of taking her the very next day to go and and look at a ring? That was well, no harm in looking. Uh-huh. You open up an account. I dare say, open up an account. With what? I have nothing. So you ha- you must have good credit. I don't. I open up the account with a signature. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't put a ring in the account. I just opened the account. Where do you read that we, we didn't put a ring in it? We just opened the account. I told them I'd come I back think- with my credit because I didn't know my, know my social security number by heart. I had to go and... <laughs> Find the social security card because I've been punched so many times I can't oh. remember it. Okay. So oh. it says here you, you like to listen to jazz. Who are some of your favorite artists? I love jazz. I love I like British jazz players. I like Duke, <laughs> Duke, Duke, Duke of Al. I like <laughs> named after you after Of course I like uh uh, uh Arthur Whittingham is a wonderful uh DJ player. <laughs> The only American artist I care for is Kenny G. I love Kenny G. Oh, okay. okay. All right. I I love his hair. (laughs) Yeah, it's long and curly. Long, long hair. So so she also mentioned that uh, you were acting like the Duke of Hastings, a fake Duke of Hastings. Uh, Have you ever watched the show Bridgerton? Absolutely. Where do you think I got the idea from? (laughs) (laughs) It was such a smash hit show. I said, well, oh, my God. <laughs> this fellow wrote up, he's so debonair and daring. I said, damn it, 
That's me. <laughs> so I took on his entire persona. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I even learned how to shoot a gun. I was going to do a duo at the crack of noon. Oh, really? <laughs> I'll shoot for her. I can't buy her anything. <laughs> All right, so what is it with you and this lavender oil and having to get your back and neck rubbed? Lavender oil is because I'm bougie. What would uh, you prefer <laughs> that I use, Crisco? <laughs> no, no, I no, know lavender we're opening. Oh, okay. I'm an uppity black. We use lavender oil. It's rather yeah. sexy. Excuse yeah, me. And, and did Excuse you me, Carla. What did you say? I didn't say anything, Duke. I'm just listening to oh, you. Oh, I thought you said something. Oil. Sorry, darling. Lavender <laughs> oil is for us bougie blacks. Oh, Other blacks yeah. use Crisco oil and Wesson oil. Yeah. Things so, of that nature. Coconut oil. I would never use coconut oil being black. <laughs> so, oh, uh, yeah. fake Duke of Hastings, why did you insult well, her? Excuse me. Excuse me. Well, you're the, the, the Earl of Ottingham. She doesn't know I'm fake. <laughs> well, why did you insult her when you said that black women have a hard time embracing a cultured brother? You don't. Look at how you're treating me. You're one of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> you keep questioning everything I do. I'm an absolutely wonderful man. <laughs> but Look she at me. think so. I've got silk pajamas and robes and... I talk uh, like this, and I use lavender oil. That doesn't make you a wonderful man. That's all I have. <laughs> oh, so we got to roll with it? Yeah, we yeah. got to go Is with it. that. What else do you want? You can't take that. <laughs> well, well, you're got an this amateur. wonderful accent. <laughs> yes. You're, you're an amateur boxer, so let me ask you this. What are your goals? What do you want to be? What are, what are you striving for? Of course, one day to be a professional fighter, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen, so I'll probably remain as an amateur fighter. I'm already 28. But you ain't going pro class. by 28. Well, what, what, what do you think my chances are? <laughs> yes. I'm an amateur what, fighter. I don't, I don't know why she ain't done the math on this yet. What, 28 class. and I'm still an amateur fighter. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a late bloomer. Uh, yeah, you are that. <laughs> what are we doing here? What weight class? Oh, Walter weight, of course. Walter oh, weight, 147 uh. pounds. Oh, okay. Same so. as Stephen was. Stephen? Oh. Steve Harvey, a host of your show. He was Walter oh. weight when he fought. Oh, he was Walter weight? Oh, That's okay. no need to talk about something I don't know. I already don't know what the hell this letter's about. <laughs> it's about you moving in on this woman after six months. And after this interview, it don't look like I'll be there much longer, does it? No, it no. doesn't. And we're, we're trying Put to make sure out. of that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taken. <laughs> All right. Coming up at 46 minutes after, D-Nice, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody. As promised, we got our special guest this morning. This dude right here is now world famous. I don't know what he was before the pandemic. He was a bad boy then. But after the pandemic, he he turned it up 10 notches. Sometimes, man, you know, some great things come out of adversity. He was one of them. He's a world famous DJ, recently named Entertainer of the Year at the NAACP Image Awards. That was so yeah. well deserved. Yes, sir. Yes. He single-handedly. Helped us all get through COVID-19 pandemic when he kicked off club quarantine last spring. And he had all these virtual house parties, had millions of people at their home jamming with him. And uh, just this past Sunday night, 
He DJed for me the most. Oh my Lord, have mercy! <laughs> Epic versus battle of all time. I don't know how many numbers we got. I don't really give a damn. But the it, but the epicsicity of it all. The what? Huh? You like that? Yeah. yeah epicsicity. That's a new word. Yeah. Was just the Isley Brothers versus Earth, Wind, and Fire. But today's joining us to talk about. He got a new single called No Plans for Love. Ladies and gentlemen, come on. First time on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Give it up for family member DJ D Nice. Yes, just call me D Nice. Call me D Nice. I, I needed that intro. That intro had me smiling so hard, man. I love you. Man, brother, first of all, what you did last Sunday night. Fire. For, for, my, for me and my damn older brother. My brother is 11 years older than me. Yeah. He watched the whole damn thing. He said, boy, boy. He said, <laughs> now, it was too long for me. <laughs> First off, so I, when y'all went on break, I went to I took a nap. <laughs> but boy, man. hey man, D nice, I appreciate it, man. You that, you laid it out so at fun. the verses. That that was so fun because I was I, the crazy part is the way I set up the set. Like first of all, when Swiss asked me to like curate it, I was like, wait, you want me to pick the song? <laughs> yeah. Like like that's too much pressure. And it yeah. wasn't until like sound check when I when after sound check I sat down and I was like wait a minute let me let me figure out the best order because you know Earth Wind and Fire the music the energy is different than the Isleys you know right. most of Isley songs are like that slow song right. and Earth Wind and Fire got a lot of slow songs but when it comes to that matchup it was like how are we gonna pair these songs and I just did it based on a feeling but the, my favorite part of that entire performance was when you sat back and you said hey you know what nice we're gonna do something different we're gonna go four songs. Just play a mix of floor, four slow songs, and yeah. you just let me go. And that right there, I think that was the difference in any of the verses because we just went back to back on them. Yeah, and that was that was so much fun, bro. Man, hey, hey, hey man, you were just the, the the ideal person for it, man. Hey, D Nice, hold right there, man. Hold, hold it right there. Hey, everybody, we'll be right back with the world famous entertainer of the year, D Nice, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Uh, we got our special guest, Entertainer Essence, Entertainer of the Year. Doggone it. That doggone, that that damn D-Nice. <laughs> I to say all that. To the pill, man. It's almost like you have to say that. Put them D's in there. Yeah, I don't yeah. it like that. Yeah. That's daggone D-Nice. That's, that's my new name, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, we're going to say that daggone D-Nice. Because that way everybody can say it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, but hey, man, uh, so set this up, man. We got a new single, so set it up for us. No plans for love. So here's my new single featuring Kent Jones and my brother Neo. It's called No Plans for Love. Welcome to CQ. D-Nice, Neo, Kent Jones. Yeah. Said I know better. 
Yes, Fire! Sir. That's a heater right there. I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> how long? Wow. Hey, D Nice, how long it take y'all to put that together? Totally. Yo, literally, I mean, we were in the studio on the track side for a while, but Neo did that in, in like 30 minutes. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Neo, Neo's no joke. It, it is a thirty. Yes. It took him thirty minutes. <laughs> Take me six months. That's to put a wrap, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We still. Hey, D Nice, hang on one more time for us, man. Just sit tight one time for us. We'll be right back with more D Nice right after this. We got to go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, we're back. We're talking with. NAACP Image Award winning Entertainer of the Year. That doggone D nice. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, right now we talking about something else because look, man, this dude right here, DJ, rapper, producer, since the yes. mid 80s, he started yes. out at, in, in the infamous rap group Boogie Down Productions. BDP. Yes, sir. BDP. Yes, sir. And now he's entertainer of the year. Boy, boy, you better look at God. Y'all don't hear me, man. He kept us uplifted, good spirits during the quarantine. So, first of all, man, just what inspired you to do the first virtual uh, club quarantine? A couple of things, honestly. Uh, one, I woke up and I, I heard, I just, I just heard, you know, God, like, in my head, like, just be still, like no lie. I was sitting there, I was in tears really because I knew what was going on. I knew the world was changing. All of my gigs were being canceled. Essence Festival canceled. Wow. Everything, everything that I was booked for and I was a little stressed out. And the only thing that I knew that would make me happy was playing music. And I went into my living room, opened up my laptop and I started playing music from my uh, in, from my laptop into the phone, into the uh, IG. And it and it just changed the world, man. You know, like and it really came from a place of just trying to feel connected to people still. Wow, man, and we it, needed it, it too. Man, we sure did. did. Yes, I mean, I mean, everybody. Yes, everybody it, worldwide was on this thing. Yep. That was mm-hmm. what was cold. Hey, D Nice, hang on one more time for us, man. Just sit tight one time for us. We'll be right back with more D Nice right after this. We got to go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hi, right, everybody. We're back with uh, our new family members, one of the greatest DJs living, DJ D-Nice. Hey, man, mm-hmm. now, now, all right, let's talk about this, because you got a new single coming out. Yes. It's called yes. No Plans for Love. It's with Neo and Kent Jones. Yes. How did this collaboration come about, man? Talk to us. So uh, Kent Jones, um, he actually produced, I co-produced a song with him. Kent was, uh, he came up with this brilliant song, and uh, L.A. Reed, you know, from L.A. and Babyface, Mm-hmm. reached out to Neo. I didn't even know he reached out to Neo. He just reached out to Neo and was like, hey, I think this will be a great record for you. But the thing that L.A. didn't know was Neo was the only artist in all of the years that I've been DJing that when I asked if he would do a song with me, he agreed. We just never made the record. So I actually didn't hear Neo's vocals until he actually cut them and then sent it back. And uh, And when I heard it, I was like, wow, this is all God because that was the one person that I wanted to work with. So I'm, I'm excited about No Plans for Love. It's been doing extremely well. And, uh, yeah, it's been an honor to work with Neo and Ken Jones. So how does it feel for you, man? You know, you you, you finally work with uh, Neo, man. Y'all Are, are y'all planning on something, something else, man? I know I know we got this single out, but any, any other future plans working in the studio? Yeah, well, we actually got a remix to it already with Snoop on it, which I'm excited about. We're going to release that next week. And uh, we, we, you know, we're just... 
We're just talking about future plans in terms of like when the world opens up, you know, Neo and I hitting the road together. Um, so I'm excited about that as well. We're looking at, you know, the top of 2022, obviously. We're not going to do much in 2021. But that is the goal, is to um, for us to hit the road and just create this amazing show where it's like, it's not like me opening for Neo. It's like we're all a part of the same act yeah. and, like, having that kind of energy. Yeah. I mean, similar to what we did on Versus, you know, like, in the, you know, in the middle of the performances, all of a sudden I just broke out to a DJ set. Yeah, <laughs> the energy change, like you know, so it's yeah. that kind of vibe that we 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 um we're trying to create right now. Yeah, well, hey man, uh, we love it, man. We're gonna keep playing it. It's called No Plans for Love. It's yes, a new one that's out. It's by uh, DJ D Nice, Neo, and uh, Ken Jones. And hey yeah. man, I love you, man. I'm a huge fan love of you. yours, man. Congratulations on winning that Entertainer of the Year, man. Keep yes. doing it, man. Yeah. And one well day, deserved. man, awesome. we're gonna we're gonna put it together again, pimp. I can't wait, man. I can't wait to rock with you again. Love you guys. I right, got for love for you, man. Good, Let's man. put your hands together for DJ D. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Big love, man. Yeah, that D. Nice, man. You know what, man? When when I met him yeah. at the mm-hmm. Versus, it was my first time meeting. I mean, man, we just hit it off. Yeah. yeah. He's, He's a legend, so cool, man. I mean, dog, this dude was back there. See, what, what people don't know about the Versus is, Mm-hmm. They not they didn't pick the music. You think oh, you wow. could have picked the music, dog? Oh, oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. All right, coming up, it is our last break of the day. This has been an epic day. And uh, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are on this Friday, our last break of the day and of the yeah. week. First of all, we want to say thank you so much to Bishop T.D. Jakes and, of course, to DJ D-Nice for being our special guest today. Um, just yeah. great information from both of them, great energy, the bishop, a lot the of bishop love. say the people in the, in the dining room have no idea how much work is being done in the kitchen. In the kitchen, yeah, man. that's right. That's, that's right. That, you know, man, he says, he profound. Put, the thing about him, man, he phrases stuff in a way where you can get it. Mm-hmm. Right. His yeah. messages ain't above it. your head. Nope. Mm-hmm. I was no, I thinking that. You ain't got to look up nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, I've I've had some speakers, man. I, I just had to, I had to stop. You making my head hurt. I Word need a thesaurus. <laughs> yeah, words to what? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Love Bishop. Yeah. And, and Steve, before we get to your closing, um, and tell me something good news. Um, we watched the trial yesterday of a police officer, Derek Chauvin, um, as Dr. Martin, yeah, ex-police officer, I should say, you're right, uh, Carla, we watched it as uh, Dr. Martin Tobin, who works as a doctor in pulmonary and critical care, Dr. Tobin testified that George Floyd's pre-existing conditions did not kill him, as the Mm. uh, defense is trying to say. Uh, According to the Black Information Network, Dr. Tobin testified that he feels the position of George Floyd's handcuffs and Chauvin's knee caused a low level of oxygen, and he explained the low level of oxygen caused brain damage and caused his heart to stop. In other words, George Floyd's body pressed against the street by Chauvin's knees as his hands were handcuffed behind his back killed him. It's, All right? It's now, no other let's be way. clear. Yes. You know, that should be case closed, huh? Mm-hmm. Bro, it's no way. See, but that's the thing I don't like. That's the thing I don't like. You know, I got the saying is, 
a man is innocent until proven guilty. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we saw the tape. Mm-hmm. It was him. Yeah. The whole thing is on tape. We didn't catch it at the last minute. We mm-hmm. saw him before they put the cuffs on him. From the yes. store. Right, yeah. from the store. Yeah. 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 When he was down and cuffed with six police officers around him, that's enough bodies and enough men. That man handcuffed ain't stronger than six dudes, man. But he wasn't resisting. Brother, why are you holding him down this way? With your hand in your pocket, with the full weight of your knee on this man's neck. You know why? Because you're hateful. Yes. Because you are hateful. Because you don't have a heart. You heard that man say, I can't breathe. You heard that man call for his mother. His mother is gone. He didn't see him as human, Steve. He just did. No, he don't. Mm-mm. He didn't and, care. And that's People the problem. Mm-hmm. But everybody else knew it was wrong. Yeah. Yes. So these these jurors can't come with any other verdict. I'm telling y'all, listen to me. Now, it only takes one to get a hung jury. It just takes one. Then we got to do it through the retrial like again and do it again. But I, I, I don't see how. But if either. you do that, I'm telling y'all, and listen to me, it's going to be some problems. Because you can't keep taking, you can't keep kicking oppressed people. Mm -hmm. You can't keep doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, and and, and it's going to be a bad situation. Because now you're going to have to quell the anger of blacks, browns, whites, Mm -hmm. yellow and red. You're going to have to quell the anger of people overseas. They were marching in Germany for George Floyd. This was yeah. worldwide, Steve. Was worldwide. You were absolutely worldwide. right. And, and this ends today, the second week of the trial. We're going I don't, to I don't see what we're talking about. Yeah, we're going to the third Yeah, it's next. supposed to be case closed. Yeah, let's get on, let's mm-hmm. get on back in this room mm-hmm. and come on well, back out here. Right. The prosecution keep bringing the witnesses. If they don't need to rest until they have all the witnesses to prove their case. I ain't mad at the prosecution from what I'm understanding because I haven't really watched it closely. I just see a little bit and then I turn it because it turns my stomach. It's so hard to watch. It it turns my stomach. I'm tired of watching this tape, man. Mm -hmm. And I I get angry when I watch it. I'm just being honest. I get angry because I'm 64 years old. He didn't have to die. I've been seeing this my entire life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am mm-hmm. tired of this country expecting black people to be patient. We're working on it. You're mm-hmm. working on what? I was watching, uh, I think Monica sent me something from Martin Luther King. I don't know who it was. Somebody sent me something from Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King said in a speech one time, all we want is America to be what it say it is on paper. Mm-hmm. 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 That's all we want. Mm-hmm. Just be what you say you is on paper. Right. Land of the free, that everybody mm-hmm. has inalienable right to the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. That we are all equal. Where that's at? Yeah, yeah. Where is that at? And I'm telling you something, man. This voting law that they passed in Georgia. Yes. That the Republicans all over this state are jumping on board with. This blatant act of voter suppression against people of color. And look, man, we tired of this. Yeah, this happened in the the 50s and 60s. But like I said before, 
the part y'all messed up is you let us see that our vote changes things. Yeah. And mm-hmm. once you awaken the sleeping giant, man, sleeping giants, they, they wreak havoc. Mm-hmm. We're not going to sleep no more. We voting forever. Kemp's days is numbered. Hmm. And Kemp is yeah. the governor of Georgia. Of Georgia. Yeah. You run again, right. homie, you're going to be out. I'll give you my word on this. You're going to be out. We ain't forgot yeah. Greg Abbott. No. Nope. <laughs> 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 it went to storm. Hey, man, y'all have a great weekend, okay? Hey, remember, y'all, talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. We'll see y'all Monday morning. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 